Come on in. Get yourself a seat. Massage your mind. Pop in your earphones, airpods, or your over-the-ear phone pods, and take a load off. Relax, because you're about to listen to the Perhaps Chaps. The Perhaps Chaps. Oh no, it's the Perhaps Chaps. Hello and welcome to episode four of the Perhaps Chaps, the only podcast that unwraps, unpacks and deconstructs the key question, perhaps? Each week a topic is chosen which we discuss the potential perhapses of in three groundbreaking ways. Perhaps you missed it. It's hosted by me again, Tom. Perhaps it was a business. It's with me, Jack Rowland. And perhaps it never existed will be explored with me and my perhaps pickaxe, James Dunnell Smith. And all of this nonsense would be lost for all eternity without the help of our producer, DJ Otloader. <laughs> Who's here to make sure the perhaps chugga chugga choo choo express stays firmly on the tracks? Choo choo! This week's topic, perhaps boats? Oh no. It's the perhaps chat. Ready to talk about boats, guys? Ready, ready, ready. Are you guys ready to talk about boats? <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, what? What is? Do you guys have a favourite fictional boat that springs mm. to mind? Um, what's the? I can't remember its name. What's the one from Peter Pan called? Hook's well, boat. <laughs> Isn't it? The, it's the Jolly Roger, right? Isn't that? Oh, one? the Jolly Roger. Isn't that? That would that would make sense. I like that boat because um, you know maybe it's run by a bit of an old crook, but <laughs> I'm sure the spirits are normally fine and everyone sings a lot. You know. Yeah, I mean, what I like about Captain Hook is that you know his backstory. You know why he's so pissed off because they're. Crocodile ate his leg off, and <laughs> hand off. They give him a backstory. You know why he's pissed off. A lot of baddies like that just don't get that sort of treatment. Do you reckon before the crocodile bit his hand off, he was a joy, like a delight to have around? First person on your party maybe, list, maybe. What was his name before Probably. that, though? Oh the yeah, captain. well he wasn't captain the captain. Jolly. Well, it was was Jolly he... Roger, Captain Jolly? <laughs> or Captain Roger. Or Captain Roger. Or maybe just Roger. Or maybe... Hiya, Rog. <laughs> Don't call me Roger anymore. It's Captain Hook. Is that why he became Whoa. a pirate? Whoa, what? I didn't know you were a captain. I mean, I can see. I can see you've got now a hook for a hand. But you haven't... Just calm. Just have a sausage and calm down. <laughs> right, you need to go straight months. on the sea, buy a pirate ship, Get a crew just because you're annoyed about a crocodile. That's no way to handle that. No. The, the Peter Pan ship is indeed called the Jolly Roger, as is apparently the flag. If you if you yeah. search Jolly Roger, it comes up with the flag. And if you search Peter Pan's pirate ship, 
It's also Wait. the Jolly Roger. As in, yeah, that's that's the name of the skull and crossbones flag. Yeah, is it? If yes. you're flying the Jolly Roger, that's because you're a, a pirate ship. You're a pirate. What? I mean, it's quite a what a jolly name for a, such a horrible flag. Would you consider Captain Hook to be an irate pirate? Definitely. <laughs> I would. I don't know. I see where you've gone with that. And, you know, he's so angry all the time. But we like, know why. So can't we be understanding? I'd say misunderstood pirate. I mean, I, yes, it doesn't rhyme, but it's more understanding of his, of his past. Sorry, James, but it just doesn't count if it doesn't rhyme. <laughs> I think if you're, Damn! If, you were, if you were baddie and your arch nemesis is a flying 10-year-old boy, <laughs> I think you've got some serious issues. Clearly. But was he, was he his nemesis before he was a hook-handed pirate? I don't did know. He get he the, did he get the crocodile to eat his hand off? Just so he could have a thing with Peter Pan? And doesn't the crocodile tick for some reason? Yeah, he ate his watch as yeah. well, I think. Ah, that makes sense. Yeah. Hook hates Pan because Pan made the crocodile eat his hand. Right? Oh, that makes sense. Pan made him do that. Made the crocodile eat, eat his hand. I think so, yeah. So Pan's the villain. I love how his name is Pan. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on. No, I, I'm panning Pan. He needs to be outed. <laughs> you can't just make crocodiles eat the limbs off elderly men and then <laughs> and then pretend to be the good one just because you can fly and you're a kid forever. Yeah. And then lure other little kids to come into your strange little world. He's a nuisance. <laughs> he is. He's a, he's a pest. That's he's a an- public pest. <laughs> That's antisocial behaviour of the highest degree. Peter, he's a an- public pest pan. Yeah. We need to whack an asbo on pan. So uh, the crocodile is Captain Hook's great nemesis. She swallowed his hands after Peter Pan chopped it off and liked the taste of it so much that she now follows Hook around, hoping to eat the rest of him. So there you go. Ooh. <laughs> well, that happy. would be daunting, wouldn't it? Well, I would suggest to Hook to get off the waters, go inland. If that crocodile is just hunting you to eat the rest of you, get a job inland. Yeah. Work as a a shop clerk. Just work anywhere upstairs. I'm sure they're bad at stairs. (laughs) Okay, so... As it goes every week, my section, perhaps you missed it. Um, I'm going to read you three excerpts um, from famous historians. And oh, I should have told you that, damn it. Well, from three, <laughs> from three people. And I'll be blank. There's a, there's, a, there's a key element in there, which I'll be blanking. And you'll know when I say blank. The key element isn't that they're all historians, is it, Tom? No, I mean, that, that is a factor that you have to consider because <laughs> that'll make okay. it a bit easier. But, okay. The question of whether the Hebrew exodus from Egypt was an actual event or merely part of myth and legend also remains unanswered at the moment. Alternative explanations of the exodus story might be correct. They include the possibility that the Israelites took advantage of the has 
havoc caused by blank in Canaan to move in and take control of the region. Boat. No. no. <laughs> you jumped the gun there. You jumped the gun. You can see there was a blank in there. Yes. There was a I blank. Was did you nice. kind of get the... Uh, you, did you kind of get it? So it was the havoc caused by something. Yes. And the Israelites took advantage of that, that havoc. Is that yes, right? Yes, indeed. Um, it been caused by... Stray Close. No, it's not. Okay, I'll read you the second one. They are held responsible for the destruction of the old powers, such as Haititi Empire, because of the abrupt break in ancient Middle Eastern records as a result of the invasions. The precise extent and origin of the upheavals remain uncertain. Principal but one-sided evidence for the blank... <laughs> is based on Egyptian texts and illustrations. Other important information comes from Haititi sources and from archaeological data. Okay. That's a toughie. Oh, Tom, you have... You have... This, cause this is, I like this topic. Is this because people are saying they don't learn anything on this? No, no. <laughs> I mean, this, this could be a section where people do learn. <laughs> Something. Can I take a stab in the dark guess? Because... No, 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 not yet. Not yet. Oh, Wait for the third. Oh, yay. No, no yay. Oh, Jackie, no, yay. Okay, lasty, last Juan. But they, following their own impulse and giving way to marauding violence, suddenly began plundering the Egyptians' beautiful fields and carried off the women and innocent children and killed the men. And soon the outcry came to the city. Now that was in Homer's Odyssey. And there's your third and final clue. What do you think? There wasn't a blank in that, was there? No, there wasn't a blank in that one. It was about <laughs> it was about them. <laughs> to be fair, Jack, we were we didn't really guess either of the first two blanks, did we? No, not a clue. Oh. I'll so, give you another one. I'll give you another one. Quite oh. a lot to process there, Tom. Yeah, God. Okay. So, Can we just take a pause for a sec, Tom, just to yeah. recap what we've got so far, because um, I can't remember any of it. So, just a recap. Was it the Israelites one? So, basically, I'll give you a little summary. They basically attacked Antolia, Syria, Phoenicia. I don't know where that is. Canaan, Cyprus, <laughs> and Egypt. Towards the end of the Bronze Age. What did? Well, that's the... <laughs> right. That's the... Okay. I love your yeah. bit, Tom, because most of the time I don't even know what I'm supposed to be guessing at. <laughs> no, that's the, that's the trouble for me. <laughs> ah. No, they're basically... It's a, it's a mysterious, ancient kind of invasion, and they're called... Sea peoples, and no one knows who they were. No one knows who they were at all. Well, they, they don't know, they, they don't know they, where they came from, came out of absolutely nowhere, then attacked like ancient basically Turkey, Syria, Phoenicia. I'm not sure where that is, Middle Eastern coast, Cyprus, and Egypt. Did you say sea people? Sea peoples, so people who like lived in the sea. People? Don't know. We don't know. No one knows. They're just called sea peoples. Mer people. 
I'd, they could have been. Um, Tom, based on the fact that I know you, a bit of a cheat, I know you love the idea of the, not the lost city of Atlantis. No, no, it's not about that. This is based on fact. These, these are from valid historians. But we've Under- had loads of conversations where you've gone, oh, that's all based on fact. The, no, the second quote, that they demolished the Hittite Empire, that's from Encyclopedia Britannica. And I didn't even know what that is. What, Encyclopedia Britannica? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that, so it is fact. It actually happened. It was the late Bronze Age, and there, well, there basically are hypotheses on who they were. Um, there could have been uh, Minoan, Greek, Trojan, Mycenaean, which is like early Greek, I think, Italian, Antolian, which is ancient Turkey, and that's it. So it could have been like a number of people, and they're just hypotheses. Maybe it was one from each of those regions, and they all joined together. Maybe they like had a, a they had an epic boat party, right? And then they just fancy <laughs> pillaging afterwards. <laughs> Had, I get cranky had... when I'm hungover after boat parties. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't? I've never actually pillaged. We have one every uh, every time we after we record this podcast. Well, that's good we? to know. It's a pillage. This is a pillage-free zone. Yeah, no one really does that anymore. I don't really know what it means. Yeah, so basically, the idea is we, as a civilization, wouldn't be anywhere without the mysterious sea peoples. Because basically they destroyed a lot of Turkey's civilization and destroyed loads of the and loads of Egypt's. They devastated. That sounds bad, Tom. <laughs> it, yeah, it is. They devastatingly attacked Egypt four times. Four, four, four times. <laughs> and basically, my theory is, without those attacks on Egypt and Haititi, which is basically Turkey, mm. they would. They would have been superpowers by the time the Roman Empire came around. So they wouldn't be able to have so much control. You mean the Romans wouldn't have? Yeah. Wow. So we would so so basically in in the scale of things, without the Roman Empire in Britain, we wouldn't have had roads, towns we know at the moment, ports, and just early Britain civilization as it is. Plumbing. Plumbing. Are they behind plumbing? Yeah. Wow. Is this going to turn into the what have the Romans ever done for us sketch? (laughs) No. No, because I I just told you. Loads. (laughs) Um, Tom, um, I've got a couple of points. Uh, Yeah, please. Please do raise them. I would be more inclined to believe you if you didn't say sea peoples. That's what they're called. Yeah, but... (laughs) Ah, here they comes came. the sea people. They came on huge ships <laughs> and attacked everyone. Sea peoples makes it sound like they lived in the sea. Yeah. <laughs> like well, mermaids. No one knew where they lived. Fire they? the cannons into the sea. Sea peoples. So we're, we're talking about like 10,000, no, 1,000 to 1,400 BC. Okay. Okay. So long way, long three and way three and before Christ. Yeah, so long way ago, gang. Okay, that's ages ago. Yeah, that a long time ago. That's why people call them sea peoples. And these sea people were living then. It's amazing. Yeah. So where do you think they are now, Tom? 
Well, this is the thing. So without them, my theory is that the Roman Empire wouldn't have expanded and become became the force it was. But the crazy thing is, they could have been early Romans. I thought the crazy thing was that they were sea peoples. Oh, no. <laughs> now <laughs> my mind is just frazzled. Imagine Obviously, if... that is a mental name for them. But, <laughs> Imagine I mean, if they were early there's Romans. A hypo- there's a hypothesis of them, because they're for, they mainly um, seafared the <laughs> Western Atlantic. Atlantic, Mediterranean. Yeah. And there's a hypothesis of them coming from Italy. So it could have just been early Romans. If they were early Romans and we'd have the irony of having the sea people to thank for roads. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. You got it. And there was me thinking sea peoples were, you know, they were were the ones that made boat highways. I know. (laughs) They're actually, you can thank them for roads. You know, like when you... uh, when you tell a tale and as you're listening, you imagine you imagine the images in your head, don't you? As soon as you had sea peoples, Tom, for the rest of this, <laughs> I've just been imagining those those creatures in Goblet of Fire. Yeah. You know, yeah. the lake, the Hogwarts Lake. Yeah. And they're, uh, you know, those, I'm just imagining them. And, and now I'm imagining them at the side of, of a road or, you know, <laughs> uh, in high vis, just doing roadworks. <laughs> I can't get it out of my head. <laughs> Just getting yeah. beeped at. <laughs> yeah, being beeped at on, on horse, and co- horse and cart. Okay, so that's the theory, is it, Tom, that the sea peoples were behind Us. essentially the things that we, the, well, the Rome, we think the Romans did. Yeah, without the sea peoples, we wouldn't be where we are today. So we can thank the mysterious sea peoples. Well, thank you. Thank um, you, sea peoples. Thank you, sea peoples. And all thank the, you, sea the peoples. descendants of sea peoples, wherever and whoever you are. Might be hopefully, hopefully there are a few sea peoples listening in. Because <laughs> I did do some research and thought maybe they were just Vikings. Because they could be seen as sea peoples, right? Yeah. And they used to love carnage, if I'm not mistaken. Hello there. Yes, you're on. The- oh, hello to you too, Tom. Hello there. You are correct, but I don't think they come that far into the Mediterranean. Vikings. I would have been very far away from home. Yeah. Can, very- I, uh, can I ask what may be a really silly question? The Mediterranean Sea isn't connected to the Atlantic, is it? Yeah, Strait of Iberia. Is. Iberia. Strait. The Strait of Gibraltar. Okay, so they would have been able to sail over there. Yeah, it is possible. Oh, you can go anywhere on the sea, mate. <laughs> That's just, why I love boats. Just, just go around. There we stuff. go. Mm. Really? If you had to sail the seven seas in um, a certain amount of days, how many days would you like to do that for? Um, ideally seven. Well, no, ideally six, so then I had a day uh, to, to chill. Ah, very godlike. <laughs> yeah, exactly like um, like God would uh, would do. Day of rest, because <laughs> uh, this last six days has been bloody exhausting, okay? <laughs> but to do that, you'd have to fit two seas into one day, wouldn't you? You couldn't operate on the one sea a day 
thing because only seven days in the week. Just so combine them. Combine I'd, prob- I'd probably try and get two seeds done on the Monday, get the two smallest seeds done on the Monday. Okay, nice tactic. Yeah, and then then I know that's that's done and I can just off one seed a day after that. Sunday comes around, just a nice Vianetta in the garden. So back home by the seventh day. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that is a very, very fast boat. And I'm impressed. Perhaps it was a business. Okay, so this week, um, I've not got one good idea. I've got four or five okay ideas. <laughs> okay. So, I'm actually going to price these a little bit differently this week because I've got four of them. Um, these are actually £25 each if you want to purchase them, okay? Yeah. Guys? Yeah. How, how much money do we have to spend? What's our budget? Yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> and what do you mean to previous weeks? There wasn't really any pricing in previous yeah, weeks. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that was it. Sorry. Please continue. Okay. So um, I'm going to start off with this one. Perhaps Noah's Ark Amusement Park? <laughs> if you're a twin, you'll fit right in. Is that was that the slogan? That's the pitch. Yeah. Oh, because <laughs> the name of it, of it and yeah. the slogan and what I think is all it needs, the whole pitch. Okay. okay. No, no, no. That's no no Noah. Um I actually quite like the sound of, of this. What would it have like we have rides and stuff, yeah? Yep. So would it have like um mainly sort of flood like a, based rides? Yeah, mainly flood based rides. Yeah. You could have a you could have a roller coaster and it could have the dove on the front with the thing in its mouth. Yes, and you're oh, trying to get to the olive branch? the olive olive branch. Olive branch, yeah. that's it. <sighs> That'd be a sick roller coaster. Be, to be fair, you could have like um, the bumper cars, but there's they're all animals and there's two of every animal on there. Mm. And you've got to try and bump your fellow lion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Double yeah. points for bumping lions, but if you mess with the <laughs> cheaters, whoo! Well, the cheaters would go after you quick, wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I like that. And then when you walk in, when you go to admission, uh, when you pay for your ticket, you get like a piece of headgear. Okay. uh, (laughs) With one other, you have to, you basically have to go as a pair. You can't go by yourself. Yeah. So you get like a, you get like those giraffe things they've got on their head. Yes. Zebra ears, (laughs) lion's mane. Oh, and you've um, you got to stay with your buddy the whole time. Is that exactly? The... And if yeah. you see him without them, you've got to do a shot. <laughs> <laughs> so there's no kids allowed. Ah, <laughs> oh, a no kid well, amusement kind of... park. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, not that one. Not that one. Um, okay, excuse me, mate. Excuse me. I can see uh, you've got the reindeer headgear on then, and you're um, you're not with a, a reindeer, so uh, that's a shot. That's a that's a shot for you. And luckily. Get a shot. I've got a pouch here that's got tequila in. So, <laughs> if you were the yeah. last reindeer, it would be a real shot with a gun. And all the park wardens going round are dressed as Noah <laughs> with, with pouches of tequila. Mate, <laughs> sign me up. I love yeah, that sounds tequila. great. That Jack, sounds like good fun. In yeah. fact, Jack, I would like to buy this park for £25. Okay, excellent. Um, sold. 
And do you know what? That's how easy business is. <laughs> they don't right. teach you that in business school. No, okay, well, I've realised that I went with the best idea first. So, uh, ah. Okay, I want to hear something else that came out of my brain earlier today. Yes, please. Sure. Okay. Um, perhaps Titanic experience? So this okay. could... This, I mean, this could be another amusement park, I guess. But um, you know how some people love to see how how they would deal with challenging situations. You know, you've you've got like people love the idea of going out like bear grills into the wild and seeing how they get on in the great outdoors. You know, mm-hmm. the age old outdoor adventure. I'm thinking into the wild. You remember that film and book? Yeah, I like yeah. seeing how you can survive. Obviously, that didn't end well. Um, and Don't most of Titanic people. didn't end that well either. But maybe you could um, use the Titanic experience to see um, to see how you fare in a disastrous ship um, scenario. Well, I was actually thinking, Jack, in contrast to your previous idea, yeah, um, that we eventually turned into an adults-only amusement park. Maybe this Titanic experience could be exclusively for children. Oh, okay. And that way, hmm. um, the all the adults, they could be like, you know, the people who didn't get on the ship, didn't get on the Titanic, and they're really gutted. But they're still excited because it's happening, and they're waving away at the beginning. Yeah. So all the parents there, waving away, and all the kids uh, are all dressed up in the various, you know, either the posh clothing or, you know, the, the lower class clothing or the, or even the, 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 like the captain's uniform or one would have to be the captain. Yeah. You'd yeah. have some guys underneath, you know, stoking the fires. You'd have to have the little uh, violin playing children as well. I mean, I'm thinking, I'm thinking this is some sort of like a, like a summer camp, like a six week experience. Yes. Ooh. Yes. I think you'd okay. also, well, maybe this would go against the idea, Jack, but I, if it was for kids, you'd probably want to remove the iceberg aspect. Ooh. Well, this is where they learn how to overcome hardship, you yeah. know, work oh. as a team. Like um, a fight. Because like at it, the end like of the day... instincts, they're exercising those. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, children are allowed on the lifeboats, so they're going to be fine. To be right? fair, babies uh, can swim, can't they? So it'd probably just be fine. There's no real danger. It would, yeah, I don't know. There's no real danger. No, because I, I mean, me and my investors own this amusement park and safety has always come first in my business ideas. I'm just picturing loads of babies swimming for safety. Yeah. (laughs) Loads of them. (laughs) Babies can swim, so it's fine. They're fine. Don't worry about it. And then the toddlers need... The uh, you know the, the floating <laughs> doors to survive. Imagine, imagine like just being at the beach, uh, sat there on your towel and seeing hundreds of babies swim in to shore. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's just underwater they can swim though, and obviously they can't breathe underwater. I guess. You'd have a pretty big lawsuit on your hands, Jack, if after the first one you realised that it wasn't safe for the ship to sink with all mm. the babies on it. Mm. I think yeah, gonna... maybe maybe I'll double check that. No disrespect, I'm sure your research is sound and proper. 
<laughs> but I am going to double check that before opening this park. And I don't want to, um, I don't want to negate from this wonderful idea, Jack. But I'm fairly no, it's fine. sure I'm open to criticism. I'm fairly sure that it's on an episode of Rick and Morty, isn't it? Uh, Why? It, 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 the Titanic it? experience. It is, and it doesn't sink, if I remember rightly. Oh, yeah. well, just cut this whole bit out then. <laughs> no, no, no. It's still oh, good. It's still good. <laughs> no, but their version didn't have babies on it, running Yeah, this is completely different. Yeah, this I mean, is completely different, Jack. Learn how to write Rick and imagine, imagine the baby captain. I mean, just that's it worth keeping in yeah. just for that. It could be well. I think maybe not babies. Maybe like a like, <laughs> like summer camp age. So from like eight to twelve. I don't know. I've never been to summer camp. And the captain still be a baby if all the rest are older. Yeah, yeah. Just because I've got, I can't shake that image now. That that image is as lodged in place of the the road working mermen. <laughs> yeah, at least we've got some good images out of this show. Okay, next business idea. I'm not going to offer you a, uh, money on that one, by the way, Jack. I'm not, yeah, because I think we developed, it, the, developed the idea for you. <laughs> yeah, all right. The next idea I had was, you know those gigantic shipping containers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. I don't know if you've been inside a shipping container. It's got a fairly large surface area on the top of it. Or the roof, or whatever you want to. Oh yeah, don't those shipping containers? They can carry hundreds and hundreds of those shipping containers. So, what about if you use the top of them to, um, and you use the fresh air and the sea breeze and the light that you're getting from the sun to grow some vegetables en route? So, let's say you're bringing goods from Asia to Europe. That's quite a long sailing trip, if I'm not mistaken. What about if you grew some vegetables and some some fruits on on the top of the shipping container and sold them at the local port? <laughs> now, that's good. That is quite good. That um, is very good. It would only be the ones on the top, because I don't they stack shipping containers, right? Absolutely. So yeah. it'd be just the, the top layer. Yeah, yeah. And then I suppose you'd need... Uh, sort of a, an allotment worker or a, a grocer to just rip them, rip them out when when you dock. Yeah, I'm, I, I don't mind doing that. Okay. Would, there be, would there be kind of green, like greenhouses? Because wouldn't the salt air kind of affect them? Maybe. Then you wouldn't have to salt the water when you cook them. Oh, pre-salted bonus. I think, but shipping container greenhouses that would negate from those salt problems. Because I'm pretty but... sure you can't really grow vegetables <laughs> with salt, salt water air. <laughs> but wouldn't you, you're probably right there, Tom, but wouldn't you, if there were greenhouse containers, you wouldn't be able to then put anything in them. Yeah, that's the problem if they're actual greenhouses rather than <laughs> just green, green topped. Just be greenhouses being transported from, transported, <laughs> back, and, sorry. back and forth. Yeah, that's true. That is true. I do again. I do like the image that's conjured. Perhaps <laughs> <laughs> greenhouse boat conjured. I I like I like where you've gone with that, Jack. Okay, along the same type of line. You know, a lot of my ideas. I, I like to think in a sort of progressive environmental way. 
So, um, along the same sort of mindset, imagine the whole of the top of the shipping containers or something like that um, were solar panels and they could generate, like if they're really good, efficient um, solar powers, you know, you can have the wind turbines on top of a boat. As we know, living in Brighton, the, the coast is a very good place to have wind turbines. So you stack a load of those on the top of the shipping container, loads of solar powers, and you use that energy. And this is where it gets a little bit wacky. You use that energy to freeze some of the salt water and chuck it back on the ice caps. Let's 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 project refreeze the the solar ice caps. Oh yeah, I can I I like that. I see where that's come from. Hang on. What do you mean freeze some of the water? Well, just pump it into a freezer on board that's powered by the wind turbines and solar panels and that and just just cool it down and and then chuck it back in nice and cold near then, near the arctic or antarctica so it kind of stays yeah that'd be better okay. yeah sure 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 well uh, I, I do like that and i like the the message behind that one but i don't like it more than the noah's ark could also no okay and that's the best one but you could also <laughs> develop that one with an ice cannon so you could put the ice in a cannon and then shoot it into the middle of the Arctic around. The That's Antarctic. much better. See, <laughs> this so is why the coldest you're my friend. Excellent. There we go. Just what about if it's a party boat and they're party cannons slash ice cannons? Okay, just... so con- confetti by night, ice by day. Oh, this is hot boat and stuff. <laughs> just shoot confetti all over the Antarctic. <laughs> There's just little flecks of ice, so it looks really pretty in the sunlight. Oh, coloured ice. Little penguins coming out going, what's going going on here? (laughs) It's not New Year's Eve already, is it? (laughs) Okay, so party boat that saves the world. Do you want to invest (laughs) now? I could invest in that. I could invest in that. I would, sure. re- I would love. Imagine someone asking you what you did for a living, and you're like, "I were, I'm, I'm the operator of a confetti slash ice cannon on a boat that saves the world. That also it save, I save the world. So what's weekly. that like on a day to day basis? <laughs> well, not that fun actually. So just load a massive cannon full of ice and shoot it every thirty minutes. It was fun for like the first day. One of those couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> just one of those jobs you know <laughs> um producer dj Otloader, have you ever operated a cannon i've operated a confetti cannon at some point yeah on new year's oh, eve it was, imagine <laughs> it was amazing the power it was amazing. the power that you must have felt me and my uh friend from across the bar so uh we uh both twisted and fired our cannons at the same time on New Year's at Day. each other. Yes, well, kind of. It was across the across the bar, so that everyone got covered in confetti. Yeah, it was superb. Wow. I loved that it. Bloody it brilliant. was amazing. Yeah, wow. best thing, best thing I've ever done. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm, I'm glad I asked. So imagine if you could do that and save the world. That would be ideal. Um, I've got one more idea. 
<laughs> yes, please. One, One more. more idea. What about Trash Boat Island? What are we going to do with all this trash we make? Hey, um, what about if you put it on the sea and then you have a boat that also attracts plastic like magic and <laughs> chucks it on the boat and then you just have all the trash in the world floating around on the sea rather than on the land where we could be I growing think, trees. I think you mean well on this one, Jack, but I don't I think that one's the most thought through of your ideas. <laughs> I, I think the idea is to get the trash out of the sea. Yeah, yeah, but it's contained. It's not floating around. It's like on a boat. Yeah, yeah. Trash boat island. You just shoot it into space. That's actually quite dangerous because uh, oh. if if we, uh, I'm going to go into with, the nerdy space stuff. Everything with space is dangerous with you. You can't shoot anything into space these days. Apparently not. Why the one's gone mad. Why can't we just bloody blow it? What up? do you want? Look, do you want a bloody orbit of trash around the whole planet? Do you? No, let's get it past. Do you want? Do you want rings like Saturn, but made out of trash? Ooh, what made out of like old bean cans? Yeah, actually, might be quite good. Should we do that? <laughs> How much would it affect us if we had, if we had rings of trash? Might be rather sick. than rather than what would you rather have? Trash in the oceans or trash rings? Trash rings. Trash rings. I think definitely trash rings, yeah. Yeah, I'm up for trash rings. Okay, that's sorted. I'll let NASA know. And (laughs) there we have it. Imagine calling NASA up. Guys, two words. Trash rings. (laughs) Yeah. One word. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) And then the confetti cannon goes off. Perhaps it never existed. All right, guys. So this week, uh, strap in. Actually, did they did they did they have seatbelts <laughs> on boats? Yeah, I've seen. I've been on a ferry where they've had some seatbelts. Really? Um... <laughs> Don't you just sit in a car on a ferry? No, I'm fairly sure <laughs> I had like over the shoulder seatbelts. Really? Is that some sort of extreme ferry? No, it was a um oh what are they called the really fast they just called them fast boats. <laughs> Speed boats. No, no. <laughs> like fast ferries. Catamaran. Oh. Catamaran. Catamaran. Right. And they okay, they've got seat seat belts. Mm, yeah. Well, in that case, strap in. <laughs> <laughs> because if you're in a catamaran. <laughs> Strap in. Uh, yes, absolutely. Because this week uh, I'm doing perhaps oars never existed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, I can hear the gasps. Um, so uh, just trying to imagine really what life would be like had the oar never been invented. What would have happened? Uh, what would be different, etc. Well, okay, so I'll start with this, because this is the the big one, really. So in the ancient world, all all major ancient civilizations used rowing, for which you need oars (laughs) for transportation, commerce, 
and war. So, okay, without the or, right? So many of the early civilizations would have struggled to get about, mm-hmm. buy or sell things, or have horrible, horrible war. Oh, God, I hate war. Yeah. I do always think, you know that big, uh, like, old-timey, 1600-y pirate ships, mm-hmm. like the only same ports are like the HMS Victory. You know, they don't have oars. They have no. big sails. Yeah. And when they want to get out of port, surely it's just incredibly slow. <laughs> Do they not well, have oars or like little holes where they can? They, they have, have a have a rudder. So okay, I'm so happy that I know small, small amount about this now because oh, of half small, an hour's research. More than me. Half an hour's browsing on the oars Wikipedia page. beautiful (laughs) so basically the they were the the ships with with all the oars yeah they're called Mm -hmm. galleys right and they were around before sail ships okay and then sail ships came in to fashion i think it was around the 14th or 15th century um and then you absolutely did have some boats which would utilize the sails and the oars as well. Um, yeah. But basically, oars meant men. Uh, you know, meant meant you needed numbers to operate the oars, which was weight. Um, uh-huh. So you and you'd have to feed everyone, mm-hmm. keep blah, them blah, happy. Blah, blah. Exactly. You know, yeah. um, have have film nights for yeah. them. Yeah, yeah you got to keep them entertained. <laughs> you know what they say: a bored crew is a is a bad crew. Punch and Judy. Uh, so and, you know, that leads me very nicely onto this, right? So I, I was like, if oars never existed, then mm-hmm. sailing ships would have been all the rage all the time. They would have been number one all the time. Yeah. Okay? They became number one. But they weren't always number one. Um, so I was looking at like, what was better? I mean, just before before I go into it, what guys, what do you, are you a, are you a sort of an oar ship? Are you a galley or are you a sail ship? It's safe to say that I'm in awe of sailing ships because I don't understand it because if the wind is going west and you want to go east I just don't get how you go east in a you angle I mean I mean probably you just go side to side and Jots can tell you but yeah you just change the angle of the sail surely I just think that is confusing so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say I'm more impressed in, with sailing ships. I'm also in, I'm also in favour of sailing because it okay. takes the load off uh, bl- blokes or women. I don't know who they put down there operating the oars. So then you've Must got a nightmare. You've got to say something for the consistency of a road boat. You, you know, you you know how much power you're going to get at any given time. Uh, that's right. Yeah. Yes. And consistency, as we all know, is important. See. Consistency <laughs> is importancy. Okay, next question. Do do any of you know the difference between rowing and paddling? Hmm. Is, uh, ro- is rowing more um uh, rowing rowing's got more like a, a a rhythm to it, whereas paddling can be kind of all over the <laughs> Well, paddling could just be done by a drunk person. Yeah, a, a duck. 
is paddling <laughs> with <laughs> and a dog. Yeah, 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 that's very true. You don't see uh, it's paddling when dogs, you do when you? you only use one oar, um, and rowing is when you use a, a double sided oar. Oh, I don't well, you're both kind of uh, in the right ballpark. Um, basically, so rowing and paddling are similar, but the difference is that rowing requires oars. Rowing <gasps> um, <laughs> requires oars to have a mechanical connection with the boat. You see what right? So uh, while paddles, while paddles are just handheld and they have no me- mechanical connection. So you know, like the little bits that the no. oars go in, that the little U bits. Yeah, the little oar holes, the little Ooh. little bits. Yeah, mm. that's um, Do you reckon they're called orbits? Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Don't even check Google. Okay, I won't. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, so yes, there you go. Um, anyone who was really looking to find out the difference between rowing and paddling, I hope I've cleared that little. We've got at least uh, one happy customer. <laughs> um, in the earliest days of the galley, right, the big the big rowing ship, mm. there was no clear distinction between ships of trade and and war other than their actual usage. So the only difference between those ships, the trade ships and the warships, was the use. So they looked wow. they looked and operated the same. And I that got me thinking, uh, imagine if that were also true for tanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What, if it was like a, a shopping tank? Yes, a shopping tank. Or a war tank. tank. <laughs> <laughs> and your tank's coming towards you and you're cowering for your life. And yeah. then... The guy hops out and goes, I'm, I'm just selling t- confection. He's just got his, I, I he's got, he's Amazon. Got Tesco. Don't worry about it. He's got your Tesco crates. <laughs> uh, do, you want, do you want to put them on the porch again? Why have you turned them in a tank this time? <laughs> well, we never had roads because we never had sea people. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Through Fred. Wow. Love- that is... Love it. Amazing. <laughs> Okay, um, so Amazon you know, tanks. I'm oh, glad. and you could use the shopping tanks to fire trash into space. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're, I think the the crux of this episode is really cannons. Oh God, producer DJ Uploader, so sorry. We've just tied the, everything together. That's going to make the editing <laughs> a, a fucking nightmare. Perhaps cannon. We should <laughs> we should pay this guy, man. Yeah, <laughs> he does. He deserves a hero's wage. So seriously, that, that you couldn't tell the difference from a warship to a trade ship, even if there was like, well, I imagine they didn't have cannons at this point, so it would have been no. archers and things like that. No, no. So this pack. is it. Yeah. So initially, when they were first around, they were just used. They looked exactly the same. They were just used for different things. So you couldn't tell. You might be like, oh, here come, here come such and such with some exotic herbs and spices and oh, here things. comes Johnny with my my, with my broccoli. <laughs> here comes Johnny my broccoli and then out jumps you know a pirate I mean it probably wasn't pirates was it but I don't know um, a Spartan and Ooh. starts hacking you to pieces yeah oh, this, oh, this is worse Ooh. than broccoli oh Johnny broccoli <laughs> the Spartan <laughs> hi I'm Johnny broccoli and I'm a broccoli. Spartan I'm gonna fuck you up man 
Oh no, not today. <laughs> Why, why is Johnny Broccoli a Spartan from the Bronx? <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> Johnny Broccoli, you get indoors right now. <laughs> That's enough playing. <laughs> Live up from the air. <laughs> so, yeah, so basically nearly, nearly all civilizations throughout history have relied heavily, heavily on the oar. Uh, the boat, the vessel gets all of the credit, all the, all the love, all the pictures, whereas the humble awe uh, was just just as important. Um, I, can I ask a quick question on awes? Yes, yes, you may. Um, what, I mean, what if people just use their hands instead? No, that's a paddle. That's an arm. <laughs> that would have been paddling, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Um, another quick question. Yes. Were oars one of those things that were invented separately all around the world or kind of in one place that then spread around the world? Um, so they don't know the exact origin of it precisely. The earliest they can trace it back is the ancient Egyptians, uh, apparently. That is their first, yeah, they've, I guess they found like an oar propped up against a pyramid or something. And yeah. uh, that was Probably all. Left there by sea people. Um, yeah, I was going to say, and it may have been ancient Egyptians, but who wasn't reported before them? <laughs> sea peoples. <laughs> I love, I love it. It's plural as well. Sea peoples. Oh, here come the sea peoples. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Only joking. It's Johnny Brack. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, uh, cover just a last couple here. Uh, this is less to do with you know the history of the ore. Just some just some thoughts from yours truly. Uh, so, without oars, of uh, white water rafting would be extremely dangerous, mm -hmm. uh, and I don't mean extreme in the good, cool way. Not like, fun way. Extreme. <laughs> no, it'd be your yeah. head bash against rock. Dead. It would be horrible. I'm not going to go um, white water rafting because it's bloody suicide. Invent an oar and I'm in. Well, it's just like sitting on a lilo down a very aggressive river, isn't it? Basically, that, <laughs> that that's not a, that's not a lazy river, is it? No, relax. That is no, it's death a... river. <laughs> Hyper river. Yeah, I don't know. You've been tubing, Jack. You'd know. Yeah. That... Pretty cool, guys, if you haven't been. <laughs> Tubing? Now that is extreme. Um, and and yeah, the, the other one, uh, obviously the Oxford-Cambridge boat race would be very dull. Yeah, uh, don't care all. about that. Well, you might not care, but at least it's over quite quickly with oars. <laughs> without, without the oars, they would be reliant purely on the current uh really or i mean i guess they would they probably would use their hands wouldn't they eventually yeah they'd use their hands as soon as as soon as oxford started using their hands cambridge would be like oh use your hands but oh, yeah. um it'd be like, it'd be like you, know, you know the nba the nba is mainly people the tallest they're usually the best yes with that boat race be people with the hugest hands mm. maybe we, we we would have been like selectively bred just for like you know People with big hands, they used to get the ladies more. So that just becomes a, a trait then, doesn't it? Possibly, so, yeah. 
maybe we'd all have huge, huge hands if oars never existed. Uh, yes, but it's uh, my last one, and this uh, sort of ties back to your Titanic um, thing earlier, Jack. So, on the Titanic, uh, obviously, you know, it starts going down, and you know, mainly the women and children were put into the the rowing boats. Yeah, unless yeah. you However, snuck on. Like a... once again, you know, without without oars, um, they'd just sort of be lowered into the water there. I imagine the water would be far too cold, really, to be paddling with your hands. Mm-hmm. So you'd just be sat there. It'd be, it'd be made very easy for the other people who weren't allowed in the rowing boats to just swim and get in. Also, um, when a ship sinks, doesn't it create quite a big current kind of dragging things downwards? So if you couldn't get away from the, from the boat, wouldn't it just suck them... It wasn't you couldn't get to safety quicker. It was the other people who couldn't get in boats would be able to jump off and swim and get in your boat quicker. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to get away because you wouldn't have the oars, would you? You'd just be sat there. And you you know, what are you climbing in your boat? It'd be like, I mean, are you really gonna see like no get off, get off? Because you can't do that. It's someone's life at stake. So you've got to let them in, really. But Eventually, it'd be too many people in there. Yeah, but Rose didn't even let Jack on the bloody door. Mm. It would have sank. Come on. It, let's be <laughs> realistic. What, it if, what if it was Johnny Broccoli, though? Wow. <laughs> oh, Johnny, get up on here. <laughs> Why is Rose now from the Bronx? <laughs> I'll be dancing all day. Yeah. Hey, paint me like one of your French girls. <laughs> that was more deep south. That yeah, one. I can't do that <laughs> accent. <laughs> uh, hey, paint me like one of your French girls, Jack. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't call me Jack. I'm Johnny Brackley. <laughs> Is that a Tommy gun, yeah? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, in summary, Oars rule. Awesome. That is all. That is all I've got to say about Oars. So there we go. I mean, that was eye opening stuff, everyone. As always, actually. As always. Kind of. Kind of. (laughs) Very much enjoyed. Hey, look, my eyes aren't shut. No, no one's asleep around here, especially that Johnny Broccoli. Oh, fuck that guy. <laughs> well, well, so um, after all of this chat, um, would, would you want to own a boat? Um, yeah, do you know what? I still, I, I still would. Um, like it's just a leisure boat, you know. Mm-hmm. At, at a holiday home, maybe. I wouldn't even have to store it here. No, and marina honest, fees would be a lot as well. I'd be they'd be through the roof. Mm. Dinghies are the best boats, then. I don't, <laughs> I, don't where to, I don't know where to store a dinghy. Yeah, but you can pump it up, and surely it's smaller than a real boat if it's not inflated. <laughs> I would love for a real boat, a real nautical called a boatsman, la- a laser. 
I did double check this. Uh, there is a boat, a dinghy called a laser. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. And you know who sails in it? Johnny Broccoli, baby! <laughs> Johnny Broccoli! Well, I guess that ship sailed. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to Perhaps Boats. <laughs> Yeah, thanks for listening to Perhaps Boats. Uh, probably should stop congratulating people for getting to the end now, because if you're still listening on episode four, then you must you must enjoy this in some capacity, um, which is which is lovely. Uh, we, as well as our Instagram account, we also now have a Facebook page, don't oh, we, chaps? Yeah, um, Facebook. yeah, we do. So I, I I believe it only to have one like at the moment. Um, I think that's you as and well. And it's, it's me, yes. Um, so if anyone would like to join me on that uh, in liking that, that would be that'd be very kind. Give us uh, a like. <laughs> it doesn't really take a lot of effort at all. Yes, do give us do give us a like, just a simple click, and also. Um, on Instagram or whatever, get get in touch. If you've got any any ideas about what uh, topic you'd like us to explore in the future, hit us up, slap us a message, and uh, you know you never know if it's as good as boats, we might do it. We we, we might do it. Yeah, and honestly, please do that because uh, one day we we might run out of uh, options. So please do it. We're already scraping the barrel. We're Clearly. <laughs> this is it. Yeah, this is it. We're running out. Thank you very much for listening. I love you with all my heart and soul. See you next see time. You guys. time. Hear you next time. See you, see you next time. Bye bye bye. Yeah. See ya. It's the past chat. If you like our artwork, then please do go and check out our friend and illustrator Daniel Hills on all the usual social media platforms at Doodles From My Brain. Beautiful. Yes. Yeah.